Last time on Lawful Stupid. As we ended last episode, the storm roared above you. It broke free and rain fell down. So now you are back on the path to Prenneth, riding forth in a storm. And you have about four hours and some change left in travel time to get to Prenneth. What do you want to do with this time, if anything? I would like to check my magical Derringer compass to see the location of the nearest Derringer estate. It spins for a second and then it slows. It points north towards Prenner. The three of you approach the gates to Prenner. It's not long before you come upon a three-story home just below the A-frame. There's the Derringer family crest. You go in and you can see that there's people, there's a person's stuff still there. And you can tell that it probably was Vanessa's because there's some female clothing and some of her books and belongings. Um, and you remember something that Declan consistently talks about, which is family and going hearthbound. And so you make your way to the sitting room and you are able to reach up just kind of looking around uh, up under the hearth and you pull free a letter. Our heroes stand in the sitting room of the field estate. The field, the Declan field estate. And the three of them are surrounded by the silence of an empty home. Not even their new mouse friend scurrying about. <gasps> the, the air filled with breakfast burritos. And Cato in his hands holds a worn and rough letter. And he opens the letter to read. Dear Vanessa, I know I've asked you to wait for the others to arrive, though I must ask you to come now. I've made a discovery just north of New Havenhold. Meet me in New Havenhold as quickly as possible. Once you get here, there's something I've never seen before. It's a few days' march north of New Havenhold. North of New Havenhold, there is a cave on the outside of a hillside with a door that has been closed for some time. Once you've packed, stash this letter in the hearth. The others will surely know where to look once they find the estate empty. Love, Dad. Point of contention. So we've already established that I am the master letter finder. But now it seems that also <laughs> he taught everyone else to find letters that I'm finding here. No, we did not establish you are the master letter finder. I had a flashback <clears throat> in which they, in which you established that, that was a trend that we had, a tradition we had as a family. Oh, shoot. <clears throat> I established that you learned it. And that that is something that was learned. I didn't say you were the only one. It's not like Declan was like, all right, Kate, I'm going to tell you this one secret. Yes. That we De hide stuff. I'm just another robot. Always okay. vibe, always in in, in Devin's fairness, in the flashback, he was the only one who got taught it because he was the only, we, none of the kids have been adopted yet. <laughs> also, it, could, it could be that. It could also just, it was his memory, but that's, that's fine. True. I do love the idea that Kato's like, don't teach him that. Whack. <laughs> if I hit him hard enough, he, he forgets it, right? That's what Dad? happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, letter. 
Um, and so I would relay that to the crew, and then I would then stash it. I thought you read it aloud. My bust. Well, you said you read you read it in character voice, and I'm going to assume you did read it aloud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so I read it aloud, and then put it away. Put it back into the hearth. Put it back in the fire. Literally into the, fire, in the flames. <laughs> he said, "That's what he said. He should be more specific." <laughs> Put it on the lid. It burns the, the flames, side. and the smoke spells out another secret message. <laughs> this is what he also taught Whoa. me. <laughs> because I am, I'm using my flashback to be when you burn. <laughs> and, and your secret he, message but, says, but, but, "I love and, you, Gus." Good word. Just a bird on in, a hand in, my, in my flashback, though, I want to <laughs> specify that Dad only taught me the fire one. <laughs> Did Dad taught everyone but Kato. <laughs> <laughs> It's a secret so we can keep messages secret from Kato. No. Because <laughs> we needed to wake. He's your second dad. Hide things from him. Th- that's exactly why. <clears throat> uh, before the letter's put away, uh, could I could I write on the back of it, please and thank you? Oh. Well, maybe you should do your own letter and leave this one untouched. That's... Isn't that what we should do? Yes, but I don't want to buy paper more often than I need to. Do you plan to write many things on this? No, I'm just going to say we were here. There's probably like a desk like or sign something in and put, with oh, stationery. Like where, where we're from. I, this is a no, good idea. No, just to say that we have been here so all our other siblings know that we're ahead of them. Yeah, currently. there's probably like a... You don't... Like, if if... Oh, yes. Hey, Dwayne, is there like a desk with like stationery? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's several rooms and there's a study. In this study, you could find some paper. Let's all write our own letter <laughs> to our siblings. All right, everybody, just I want you all to go to your own rooms <laughs> and spend 30 minutes writing a letter of appreciation to Daddy Declan. Or Tommy uh, Declan. On mine. I will, it won't, it won't yeah. take no, too long. I'll hand the letter have... over to you. <laughs> <laughs> I sat down to write this letter and this is just a recipe for pancakes. <laughs> this keeps happening to me. Uh, no, on the back of the letter, Darling's just going to write that um, Kato, Gus, and Darling were here. Oh, I'm going to write <laughs> One zero zero one zero one one zero one. Tell me what that is in binary right now. It's I miss you, Dad. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna do eight zero zero. It's gibberish, but if you look at it backwards, eight, it's I miss you, Dad. Five. <laughs> eight zero eight eight zero zero eight five. Gus won't write anything, but okay. he will handle the letter briefly, so there will be like a little like smear of sauce. This is definitely definitely his sauce. Gus has been here. This is my signature. <laughs> my signature is just a mustard stain. Good job. We all did it. We all did. We solved your letter puzzle, Dwayne. How do you feel, idiot? I read it in Elvish. Now you've unlocked the true <laughs> meaning of the letter. Okay, great. Well, um... Hey, is can I find like a map? Is there a map anywhere of the of the new continent? Is does it does there can I anywhere in in Daddy mm. Declan's? I would notes? say in the study there is a there is a map 
but the map is uh largely uh it's it's a map of like Prenith proper uh-huh. the three tiers and then it shows Prenith path heading to the docks but there's not a pa- like a, a map of there's the not surrounding that, that region. North, North New Haven situation that's not the New Haven the hold is New Haven on the map New Haven hold no 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 is it called New Haven hold New Haven hold yes, sorry that's all good I was I, I it was like a little who's on first you kept saying hold at the end and I was like hold for what I was like waiting and I was like okay like North New Haven you're like hold yeah New Haven hold <laughs> got it New Haven oh New Haven hold. Hold. Yeah. please hold yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's not on there it's not on there no well, we know it's to the north um uh, also, he mentioned a hill near a hillside. Mm-hmm. So we go north. There's a cave outside of a hill mm-hmm. with a door. An old door. Mm. Uh, wait a second. Whoa. Hold on. Let me... Um Give me just a moment. I want to. I went ahead and pasted the letter in the sp- chat for the other players. Oh, perfect. Uh, I'm just looking at my spells real quick. Yeah, me too. I don't have any. So I'm done. I'm done with that now. <laughs> <laughs> it was quick. Perhaps we can ask someone in town. Um, I could go out and gather some information. Seems like there's enough people here that that would be something that is well known. What about um? Oh no, that won't work. I'm sorry. Never mind. Forget <laughs> what I'm talking about. Perhaps not mention the door, since Toddy did mention he was finding some. Things that people were on the path of? Of course. I'll just mention New Havenhold. So, like, what preparations do we need to make for, like, this journey? We should probably rest since we've been up all night. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um. Well. <clears throat> um... Go shopping for some supplies to make it along the road for, what, a couple days? As a soldier, it's important to know what enemies we might be up against, and since many of the creatures here are unknown to us, it would be valuable to know what type of creatures we might face. Yeah, I plan on going out and doing, like, a little hunting. Uh... So, like, I'm going to get the lay of the land and kind of, like, the flora and fauna. Um, who, uh, does anybody, like, my strength doesn't really super lie in customer relations, if you know what I mean. Uh, does anybody, has anybody got, like, a way with people? Maybe, like, get the scoop from some townies? I could easily do that. Yeah, that'd be maybe a good idea. I can ask questions and be thorough in those responses. Nice. Good job, Kato. 
So where do you guys want to start? Uh, do we want to just go ahead? What time is it now? It's uh, probably around lunchtime-ish, maybe a little bit before, because you guys got in as day broke. You traveled to the house. You did a little bit in the house, so I'd say it's just before lunchtime. So I'll rack out at noon and wake up at 8 p.m. and go do some nocturnal hunting. That doesn't bother me at all. Um, that might work out for you as well, Abon, if you're going to do like... Um, if you're gonna go like to the like a tavern or, or a bar scene to get info, mm-hmm. um, and then Devin, what's are are you gonna be part of that fact finding mission as well, or did you have an, something else you wanted to specifically do, like as far as like threat assessment? Well, you know, I think I would actually because the things I would want to do probably would be happening at night as well. Perfect. Well, you, and you don't really have to sleep, do you? No, I just need yeah, four to have a rest hours. period, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Which is fine still. So I, I will. I'll wait till uh, kind of the nighttime where the sun starts to set before I go out. So I'll take this time to, to do the short rest period as well. So do we all get a room? Do we all get our own rooms, Dwayne? You do. So uh, there are three floors. Each floor has four rooms. So you may pick where you would like your room, and then over time you may um, like decorate it and stuff like that. Can I ask you a question, Dwayne? Mm, I'll allow it. <laughs> I we had made mention of the kitchen and its rudimentary stocks. Is there like a larder or a cellar? There would be a cellar, yes. Can I drag a bed into it and live there? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I would like the tippy topmost room where I open the window, please and thank you. Gus used to live in a cave. He likes places that are cold and dark and have food in them. Um, I would like to just post up next to the hearth like a suit of armor you don't want a room got it I'll have a room but I just choose to be near the hearth okay, but this where, is where I choose to room? be I'll say this no one's ever gonna put a letter here again and me not see it <laughs> new side quest unlocked <laughs> every letter <laughs> So you're basically you're now serving the function of a mailbox. You are now a mailbox. That's, that's basically what it is. New class unlocked mailbox. Join, join the join the Griffin Adventures of the Postal Pals next week. What you, snacks will they eat? I and mean, which is the which is the coast think they're like super awesome with their class. What, what floor would you like your bed on? Uh, how many? You said how many floors? Four per floor. One floor, one bedroom on the first floor is now missing a bed. You could take that room since you don't need a bed. I will take that one. Works out. There's extra room in there for activities. <laughs> <laughs> he just stands in the middle of the room, docked and charging. <laughs> I know, so he's in there just swinging his halberd around just looking like doing battle practice. Yeah. He's like, oh man, if there was a bed in here, this would fuck me up. But there's not. <laughs> Luckily for me, it's it's in the cellar. <laughs> Alright, so you guys do that. You uh, 
you all settle in your rooms. Uh, Dee Dee, darling. Yes. You are on the third floor. Uh, you have your window uh, and you have a view from, and it's from the back. Mm-hmm. So mo- most of what your view is, is the small backyard where the Panda Express is parked as well as um, like some gardening stuff. And then it's mostly the back of buildings that your view is. Mm-hmm. Um, Gustum, you have managed to pull a bed, <clears throat> a mattress uh, out of the room, unless you and Kato want to work together to disassemble a bed and move it today. Um, otherwise, I imagine you pull like a mattress into the cellar and just kind of plump it down next to like the wine rack and rack out. Uh, Kato, you've walked into this empty room that still has a bed frame if you guys didn't move it. Otherwise, if you did, then it's a mostly empty room, but it's got a desk and closet. I'm starting to worry now in quite a serious way. If I might have been... No, uh, I'm starting to think that maybe a hammock might be better. A what? A, a, a hammock, hammock might be better suited to my needs. Especially for a seller. For the cellar, yeah. I think I'm going to be a panda in a hammock. I think a panda hammock is the is the method. Pan- panda panda hammock. Sounds- <laughs> panda panda hammock, hammock sounds, sounds great. Dirty. What? Sounds great, baby. Uh, so yeah, I just crawl in my panda hammock and take a little panda nap. Okay. Uh, all right. So then, never mind, Kato. You're in a room with a bed. I am back over by the fireplace now. I'll find a room later. <laughs> if right. it has a bed in it, I hate it. I fucking hate it. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Uh, taking in the view and seeing the cart there, that does remind me of a thing I want to take care of before I fall asleep for the night or for the afternoon and come back again later. Uh, just to make a temporary quick shopping trip to find some locks. Sure. <laughs> for the uh, for the cart. windows on the car. <laughs> oh yeah, so it doesn't get ransacked by street urchins. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd like to go do um, that real quick. Uh, get some locks, and if I find anything of interest, I will want the thing of interest. Uh, yeah, you you pop out of you pop out of there, and and you do a little bit of searching around town. It's 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 busy, right? It's lunch hour. People are moving and grooving. Um, but not too far away, maybe just a couple blocks, you find the Blind Moon Tinkerer's Shop. Um, and we don't we don't have to role play this entire thing, but okay. you're able to go in there and buy a couple locks. Um, and uh, we're gonna say those locks cost you how many do you want? Two 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 electromates. <laughs> um, how many are on? How many windows are on the cart, Gus? Uh, there is like one big window mm-hmm. that is like the shop window that yeah. like comes up and like props open um and then there's like a door that like d- a double door that opens out the back mm-hmm. and those are like the really only two entrance ways in and out okay i want one of those ones that you can kind of put on a door and one that you can put on a latch for a window Hey, is that, is that door on the back? Is that saloon style doors, or is it an actual door that you can turn and open? Because you were doing the waving motion, so uh, it's so because it's, it's like a double door. It opens outwards. It doesn't okay, open but in it's door. But it's yeah, it's like a double door. And then like right okay. now, all, the only thing holding it in place is there's like uh, like a piece of wood like screwed on. You like turn it sideways, and that like <laughs> stops okay. it from opening. Yeah, <laughs> you're able to buy two locks, and we're gonna say that costs four silver. Okay. Or somebody out there's two electric somebody, 
Yeah, one electrum a piece. <laughs> hey, they're really expensive blocks. <laughs> Somebody out there is going to be like, oh, uh, you know, the D&D guide says a, a, a bronze lock is one electrum. Well, guess what? Not my city. That guy can <laughs> leave us alone forever. <laughs> Price gouging because of, because of <laughs> the environment. Well, to be fair, silver <laughs> is less valuable than an electrum. He yeah, would he right. would take that very offensively if you said that to him. <laughs> I mean, I I don't make the fucking rules. I just learned what Electrum was last week, and I know a lot of conversion chart. It's it's higher than the silver. So <laughs> yeah, so you're able to do that, and then you uh, you go back and then you install the locks. Yes. All right. I will definitely try do that. <laughs> I mean, no, you do that. They're locks, Avon. Your person. Can do magic. Yeah, they can install a basic lock. Thank goodness. Yeah, I I install it. It's great. It's all good. It's all locked up. If I can change the lock in a door, so can your character. (laughs) Good. Uh, Then I will go to sleep. I'll yeah. yeah. I'll I'll keep the keys for now and confuse Gus for later. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Several hours pass. Uh, Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Kato. Uh, I come online and I will set out walking through the town and toward the, the darker parts, like under more underneath the plate on this first level. And I'm in search for the places that there seem to be people, people don't, that they stay away from. So like an alley that it would come near, they, they, they swing wide of it. Uh, I'm looking for something like that. Seedier places to be. You're looking for the seedier places. Okay. Are you looking for an actual establishment in the seedier places? Or are you just looking for like ruffian or a roguelike character? I'm looking for like the tough guys. Where do the, where do the tough guys go? Uh, <laughs> loaded question. Your mom's um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a mom. Jokes uh, on you. Or well, made a fact. You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's see what we got that you know of. What? The, the great uh, mother machine. Okay. I'm gonna say prefabricated us all. You're walking around. Uh, you're walking around the uh the bottom of Preneth, and you're kind of looking for like maybe like bar or a gambling establishment but the first less than reputable looking area based the outside you can see the sign uh atop the the shop that's not in the best scenario and the, the shop is called the gutters griffin and outside of it is just some seedier looking characters you're you're seeing two gentlemen um talking both about six feet tall uh one uh an orcman of some kind and the other appears to be a human uh they both seem like rough looking uh both clearly don't care about their appearance uh in a way of like civility but they obviously are wearing um some type of armoring like leather armor and uh, carrying weapons on their back. Which, to be fair, you don't see a ton of people in this city uh, that are carrying weapons unless they look, they have that adventurer look or that mercenary look. Outside of that, the majority of people, I would say 70% of this town, 
maybe 60% of this town is like the support system, the people that live mm-hmm. here. Um, while a lot of this place is adventurers and mercenaries, you still need a ton to make a city this large work. Good evening, gentlemen. Voice lowered, kind of a little quieter. Uh, both of them turn to you uh, kind of confused that you're approaching them. And the human says, uh, Good evening. I'm in need of some information. What kind of information are you looking for? Well, I'm uh, looking to go north. Small establishment known as New Haven Hold. You an adventurer or you an a mercenary? Is it better to be one or the other? One's gonna live longer. I'm guessing that's the mercenary. You might be lucky too. What's there to be afraid of, or what I what should I be worried about? This your first time in Avery? You could say that. Also, yes. He looks he looks directly at you, almost like dead eyed. He says, "Everything." Do you have just a couple that are very specifically noteworthy? I've never seen one myself. But they, they say... They say there's this blue-eyed silver beach out there. And they look cute. They look cuddly. Small, furry little things. We said the same thing about my sister. I will be weary of these creatures, indeed. Sorry to interrupt. Is there some special ability that they have? Because they look cute, but then what happens? They've got these shiny jagged horns on their head. Jagged horns. I'm just going to write this down while you talk. I'm not being rude. Okay, jagged horns. And they're filled with lightning. Filled with lightning? That's what they say. Who says that? They do. Are they inside? Can I speak with them? They're, they're, they're the adventurers, boys. That's the world around town. Forgive me. Understood. What else should I be, should I be aware of? How far is it from here? New Haven Hole? Yes. About 30 days by car or horse. 30 days? 3 days. Oh, goodness. What a misunderstanding that would have been. I should spit this dip out, but I ain't gonna. Oh, no, goodness. Enjoy enjoy your life. Live, live your best life, sir. I know it's rude of me, but I don't <laughs> much care. What What is in New Haven Hold? What is there? What What is there, anyone traveling there for? Uh, that's where the adventures and the mercenaries go. If Prentice 
is where safety is. New Haven Hold is where all the adventurers launch from. So there's something beyond New Haven Hold. It's the yeah, it's the second of its kind, really. But yes, it's the only thing deeper in the Agos than Pranath. That is very exciting. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. How rude of me. They call me Jack. And and your name, sir? The orc looks back at you, shakes his head. Oh, I'm sorry, he's mute. Jack, it was a pleasure to meet you. Sir, also a pleasure to meet you. Jack uh, gives you a nod. Happy to help. Don't go getting yourself killed. Not without making some bets first. Oh, indeed. I would love to do that. Is this a good place for making bets? Uh, he looks at the the gutter. Uh, some, excuse me. The, the gutter's griffin. No, but uh, I can make some bets for you if that board ball's a thing. I don't think I've ever played. I do love games. Maybe not. You would know what board ball is. It's a it's a sport in Goron. I never played. You haven't. That's fine. I just I'm just saying I, you would know that. I played okay, in so the army. I went to the army. I went to the army and played the, Mother, the I'm board going ball. to army. I was What's on it army's again? board ball. Board ball. Board, board ball. Well, um, you've been most informative, and I do appreciate it, Jack. Is there a place where we can rent help in the form of mercenaries like yourself? Do you ever go out with being paid, or do you just go there for adventure from time to time? When do you know to go? How do you, how do you know to go? <laughs> I'm not an adventurer, boy. Um, but, uh, there's a couple of places around town. Uh, you could always check the Red Roof End or see who's, who's hiring. Red Roof Inn. You don't have those where you come from? I thought they were everywhere. They're few and far between. I've heard of them, but I have not been to one myself. I'm excited to go and visit their one now. They're a strange character, Kato. <laughs> Thank you. You are strange, too. In a good way. He gives you a weird look. In a good way. Jack, I hope that we meet again. And you look like you are battle ready. I would trust you in a fight. And I will just, and I will begin to walk away. Hell and well met, my dude. Into the gutters, Griffin. And I just want to go in. I'm not doing anything special. I just don't need to keep harping on me. I just go in and... Well, I'll give you the description, and then we can move okay. on just so you can experience. Um, let me just... I'm just making a voice note for Jack, which just speaks like he has a dip in his mouth, so I remember that if you run into when Jack. He, when, he come, when, we come, when, when he becomes an integral part of this campaign, yeah. <laughs> recurring NPC that we make the most important. You know the rule. Never the first person know. to have like a, a southern redneck accent. We love him! <laughs> yep. 
Uh, all right, uh, so you walk into the gutters, Griffin, and you 100% get the vibe. This is a less than reputable magics and monster supply shop. You can see that there's like wings up on the, like, like literally torn from the wing of the monsters up on the wall. There's horns, there's claws, uh, and you know, it appears to be relatively empty, except for the guy behind the um, the counter. Okay. Um, what is the um, the breakdown here? Kind of like, is it very busy? A very busy place? Uh, no, there's nobody else in the shop. Just me? I mean, other than the guy behind the counter, yeah. And uh, I'll say... I kind of look around, confused. That there's no one here. Uh, you've piqued my interest now. You've done this, Dwayne. Uh, excuse me, sir. What is your most popular item for sale? Uh, and the person behind the the shop turns around, and she says, uh, "I'm I'm sorry. My most popular item." Uh, yes. I I see you have several pieces of various creatures. Do I buy these items? My brother cooks lots of things. She looks you up and down and says, I don't I don't think we I don't think you have much need for my most popular item. I am intrigued. So it's for the bedroom. Oh, I, I just established a new bedroom at my father's home. What is this item? I can put it in my bedroom. She, <laughs> she arches a brow It has, it has a bed and everything. <laughs> she arches a brow at you and says, um, Well, if there's one rule I have at the... My God, there's Griffin. It's that I don't king shame. We sell an aphrodisiac. I don't think that would work on me. I don't either. I I did try to tell you. Does it make a good gift? It depends on who you're giving it to. Interesting. How much for the aphrodisiac? It's five gold per pound. You need about a pound in someone's drink. (laughs) A pound of liquid? Pound of a pounder. We usually use we usually use ounces for liquids. Is this a solid aphrodisiac? It's a powder. Yeah, dissolved in liquid. (laughs) One pound goes into a single teacup, and then they're good. Five five gold. The sex toys, if we try hard enough. No one said it was potent. We just said we could get you there. And and what is your what is your name? No one said it was potent. It's just a bad aphrodisiac, so you gotta take a lot. Eyeless, you said? (laughs) Alice. Alice? Oh, Alice, I would like to purchase one pound of your delectable aphrodisiac, please. I think my brother could use it in many of his recipes. I'll perhaps sneak it in and then he'll under he'll enjoy that. Alright. It is called uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, of course you said one pound. And she one you pound. see her get out 
a scale and she pulls this big jar over and she opens it up and there, it, it looks like kind of like bone dust honestly she scoops it out on the scale gets about a about a pound worth and puts it in a bag and sits it on the counter that'll be five gold please excellent uh, and I'll hand over the five gold all I have is my election card <laughs> Alice, it has been truly a pleasure uh, purchasing aphrodisiac from you. I hope that you sell much more in the future. I, I just, I, I hope it takes you where you need to go, sir. New Haven hold, and I will leave. Um, Devin, uh, first of all, thank you. That was a trip. Uh, go ahead and add Alice's aphrodisiac to your character's inventory sheet. I would like to. No, it's not very good. <laughs> you don't know that. All right, it is added, and then I just say hello to Jack as I walk back out, holding up the aphrodisiac, like smiling that I got some, and then <laughs> uh, he like opens his mouth to speak. <laughs> See you later, Jack. Disagrees. Wow, that was an experience. Somewhere in his new bedroom, there's a very lucky outlet. (laughs) (laughs) Our search. Oh my god! Oh dang it! They got them dang those those Agos outlets here. I'm gonna need a converter. Flipped. I knew there was a tinker around here somewhere for me. Um, All right, cool, 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 cool. Let's move on. um, let's go over to Gustum. Yo. What's, what's up? up? You what's wanted up? to do a thing. This is your turn. Oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> Who's uh, the DM yeah. here? <laughs> uh, I just, I want to go like hunting and foraging and like check out the immediate flora and fauna and the surrounding area. Um, you tell me how involved you want to get with that, Dwayne. We don't have to role play at all. I'll make a survival check and we'll call it and you can just tell me what I get based on that or... Um, yeah, I. <clears throat> you want to go outside the city walls. I do, yeah. So I need you... We're going to do... We're going to do two checks. We're going to do... The first is a cell check. Go ahead and roll that for me. Unless you're uh, not trying okay. to be stealthy at all. Um, I'm not trying to not be stealthy. I'm hunting. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to... Uh, let me let me go about this in a way that I am in a new continent. Uh, I am not entirely sure of my surroundings, and I'm going to be cautious. So I'm going to cast Barkskin. Fair enough. And for the crowd, in case we have new listeners, read Barkskin, or at least give the gist. Yeah, so Barkskin is a buff spell. Uh, basically, while it's active, um, my armor, my AC cannot be less than 16. Perfect. And does that ch- alter your appearance in any way for your character? Yeah, it does. It kind of makes uh, this this kind of like uh, he he kind of goes out into when, once he's kind of clear the walls and he knows he's not going to spook anybody uh, by what's about to happen. He kind of takes a dig deep breath and he reaches his hands back down uh, to the earth and he kind of gets two big 
handfuls of soil and earth and grips it tightly and this this growth starts to to travel up his arms and across his body and this this kind of armor of bark uh encapsulates him uh then i'm going to wild shape uh into the form of a panda spotted cave badger uh okay and so now, uh, as I as I get down on all fours and take the shape, I am this kind of bark armored, medium sized battle badger covered in bark. And then <laughs> I'm going to shift. Uh, so now I'm going to take on my wild hunt form. So now this already imposing beast, uh, its its shoulders get broader, and its it, its its eyes and its nose and its ears all extend, and it just becomes even more uh, bestial and fierce looking uh, as I take on my shifted form as well. And what is your shifted form's bonus? Uh. <coughs> Because I am a wild hunt shifter, it's going to give me advantage on animal handling, insight, medicine, perception, and survival checks. Perfect. Um, and then I think there, uh, it's going to give me some temp HP. Um, sorry, it's under racial features. So I gain temporary hit points equal to my level plus my con mod. Um, and then the additional benefits that I get, uh, for, for being, uh, wild hunt. So the ones I just listed, advantage on all those checks. Perfect. So roll me, are you being stealthy or are you just hunting? Oh, and, and, uh, no creature within 30 feet of me can make an attack roll with, against me with advantage. Oh, wow. That's a lot of buffs. Doesn't last. This form only lasts one minute. This is just so that I can open up all of my senses and get the best read on my surroundings and any prey. Uh, so you want to roll um, that cell check for me? Or yes, I will. Stealth first. Standard? No, I'll go stealth. Uh, that is a dirty twenty. All right, pretty good roll. Uh, now roll me a survival check with advantage, please. Uh, Twenty-four. Pretty good. Um, with a 24, I'm going to let you pick, uh, Shane. I'm going to let you, I'm going to ask, do you want quantity or quality or, uh, or, or variation variety? Quantity or variety? Give me, um, variety. I want okay. I want everything that AS has to offer. Variety. You and, uh, I, I will give you some of this information, uh, outside of that for the sake of not dumping onto the sure. the audio podcast and you can bring up some of them later. Uh, you are able to hunt and kill successfully um, two azure feather fledgling, which are blue colored, small blue colored birds. Uh, they're probably about football size um, and you're able to harvest a meal from each of them. Um and I'll give you their stat blocks after. Uh, and then you were able to kill uh, two duskin deer, which are like these purple midnight colored deer. And its antlers actually shine in the dusk light. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll get... So you kill one and you get three rations of food. Two. 
Oh, three. So you kill one meal. Oh, we said two. Sorry. So you kill yeah. one and get two. That's right. We wrote this down. Well, do I get Do I get four off the other one then? Because I killed two. Or did I just kill one of each? Because those are those are small creatures. Oh, because there's babies. So they're they're. I mean, uh, well, they're, I, I'm not saying I'm killing babies. Well, <laughs> no, no, you didn't. They're just they're smaller creatures. They're like football size. They're smaller creatures. Yeah, because they're football birds. sized chickens. Um, and then in addition to that, you're going to get, we'll say, three weeping burr seeds, and these are small, square-shaped seeds that are dense and tough. You'll pick two purple lace flowers off the weeping burr trees. Uh, and they're like these small purple flowers, almost like in a star-shaped arrangement. And I'm going to assume that like you're able to identify these in town somewhere, because I'm giving you the names. Once you guys sure. hit New Haven Hold, you're actually going to start. I have these shit. things. I might not know what they're called yet. Correct. Um, <clears throat> and then the other thing that you grab is... Uh, a handful, a couple handfuls of uh, Prentice full weed. So we'll say two of these. Um, and it's like this tough. They're, they're Prentice what weeds? Prentice full weeds. Full weeds. And it's just tough brown weeds that you were able to pull from the ground. Um, and between this episode and next, I'll get you their Gourmand effects. Um, Perfect. That way you're able to. Uh, appropriately use them in your meals um <clears throat> so yeah uh gustum you spend i'd say a couple hours uh yeah. successfully hunting these and by proxy with such a high roll i will say that you could go and hunt these again uh with relative ease in this area with and, and sure. you are more familiar with the surrounding areas of um the outside of Prentice is pretty huge. Did you go north, west, south, or east? I'm going to say you uh, knowing that we're going to be going north already. I would want to go north. Okay, perfect. So you spent a few hours around the northern region outside the gates, uh, doing these huntings. Is there anything else you want to do before you return? Uh, so we're kind of in a tricky situation where we kind of have to reset our sleep schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to do too much. Um, and I don't have that info from you yet, but I would want to maybe cook a new meal before I went to bed based on what some of these effects are. Just so, if you'll allow me that retrospective hour. So I will say absolutely. We'll give you that. Um, and we'll get you the stats and you can choose your meal. Um, uh, and then I might not want to, I was just kind of, it would depend on what the effects are. And well, I can, uh, the stat blocks I'll send you here in just a second as we're switching the uh, seed effect, the plant effects, I can go ahead and tell you real quick. They're short. Sure. Prentice, full weed. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> your meal abilities that deal blunt damage now deal plus one each each time they deal damage. Mm-hmm. So that's the Prentice, full weed. The weeping burr seeds. Any mm-hmm. effects that would reduce your damage, reduce your damage by an additional one. Okay. And the purple lace flower, which is your meals, your meal effects that would increase your stealth check modifiers are increased by plus two. And 
And for those of you who are listening, uh, Shane and I worked out a process where uh, gourmand is affected by meats or proteins, and the vegetation can alter abilities or effects that the gourmand ability from the twice baked soul subclass uh, alters or gives. That way, it's an alteration; it doesn't become ability heavy. Right. Um, and then I'll send you the bestiaries here in just a second. So. I imagine you uh, also um, stop by like a, a cooking place or a general store and just get those identified. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, because I'm back. keeping like a little journal of all the different ingredients that I come across and I'm writing back to, to May about them. And, you know, that was our promise. So, Yeah, that does lead me to a question for you. Yeah. Uh, is that something you want to do before you leave? Uh, print it. Just make sure your letter um, goes out. Yeah, I'm going to make sure that I send out my first letter and then um, let her know that we're going to be away from town for probably for a while. And, you know, that I'm going to keep writing a letter every day, but they might come in waves. Okay, so on the bottom tier, there is a courier service that you find. Um you're going to Riverside and you're just sending a letter. Uh, you, for the sake of role playing, we don't have to roll it out, but you talk to the guy and he basically tells you if you send in batches, it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. Because obviously you're sending less across ships and stuff. Um, for sure. But he charges you five silver to send your letter. Oh, yeah, I want to get this first one out, even if it's not super cost effective, just so she knows that I made it safe. Yep. And the courier uh, shop is on the bottom tier, and it's called Need a Message. K-N-E-A-D, a message. Got it. Just for your notes. Uh, it's in my notes, sir. And I've sent you those two other animals. If you want to think on those, we'll come back to those at the end of the episode. Perfect. If, if you want to do anything. Gotcha. Darling. Yes. We snap to you as you awake. What do you want her to do? Um, like the princess I am, I'm going to change into more of my bardic costume to be a little more fancy, less explorer-like. I kind of want to scope around and slightly work for the evening. Um, and what better ways to do that than to look the part of a very nice lady to talk to. Um, maybe you'd drop by a clothing store to see if there's something of interest to pick up here, because why not get something that's exotic to the area? Just to add a little flair to my own costume. And then probably head towards uh, a tavern or an inn that's probably looking for an entertainer. Alright. So... You didn't list buying the items, or do you still want to buy an item? We don't have to, again, we don't have to roleplay everything. I just want to know what your task list is. I want to buy an item. Specifically, right. there's something we talked about outside of podcasts, and cool. it's going to be a fun thing. And I don't know, do you want me to do it, or do you want to do it? No, yeah, we'll do that. It'll be quick. Um, okay. We'll just talk about where you're going. You don't have to have a whole fucking interaction with oh, it. Oh, thank God. I, I just want to make sure everything important gets on air so we don't just bust that out later so let's start with your shopping list um you go back to the uh the blue moon tinkerer 
shop that you visited for the locks mm-hmm. and you you kind of look around this uh contraption of a store that's got items stored some magical some mundane and you you see on a rack uh, up on the wall something labeled the bra of stashing i want it <laughs> and do you have uh what we talked about listed up nearby or would you like me to pull that up uh, I had it nearby. You said it was 200 gold, I believe. That's correct. And it's effects if you want to read that. Um, I did not have that one exactly up. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so <clears throat> the bra of stashing per se is, or the sports bra of stashing, excuse me. Uh, it's basically. Uh, the bag of holding, except for all of the stats are halved. The opening diameter is one foot, and it's two foot deep with 32 cubic feet of total storage and 250 pounds of weight. Um, so let's just send that in chat for you. If you, at some point, we'll put it in D&D Beyond. That way you can add it to your inventory. Thank you very much. For all the stats. You can do that. Um, all right, so you, you go and do that, you spend a good chunk of gold, and you want to uh, go to a clothing store to purchase some clothes. Let's see if I find any, like like a scarf or something fluffy. She, she's got a penchant for the fluffy. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, you go to... You go uh, on the, I think, and you're also heading for a tavern. Do you want just any tavern or do you want the Red Roof Inn of this city? Because you would know as a traveler, Red Roof Inns are usually the most popular among all cities. I would like that one. It's reputable and you can probably find a decent crowd there. Uh, So you go to the, um, you go to you're going up onto the middle level. You walk around. You talk to some people. You kind of peruse, um, and you find out that the Red Roof Inn is called the Sangria Swan, and it's on the middle level. Um, and so you travel up the middle level. So you have two options when traveling up the middle level. You can either find an elevator, and there's like these service elevators, which you know usually there's carts and stuff on them or supplies, but they have like these small pockets for people to ride on them, or you can go up four or five, not four or five flights, but 40 feet worth of stairs. I'm going to take the elevator. Yeah. So you, (laughs) it does take you a little bit longer because you have to wait for the elevator. It's not exactly like a really fast process, Mm -hmm. but you go up and on the middle level on your way to the Sangria Swan, um, you find the Red Herring, which is like a, a, a clothing store. And in the Red Herring, you're able to find a blue feathered boa. I'm in. And it's going to run you nine silver. Perfect. I will take that and go have a fun time at the next place. Yeah. One thing that you should notice is uh, as you're walking along, um, there are... Mm, give me a perception check. Yeah, sure. Not great. That's a 10. There are... Um, you've noticed up here on the middle level that you've seen 
um, people in this like red and gold armor. Like it's almost uniform looking, but you're not sure who they belong to. And it's not everywhere. It's just because you saw a couple in a row and they kind of seem uniform esque, mm-hmm. it stands out to you. I'll so take you approach note of them ahead. for later. Yeah. So you approach the Sangria Swan, and this is a big red roof in girl. This is mm-hmm. it's about three stories, three and a half stories, if you count like the frilly decorations at the very top. And it's got three levels and it is large. You can tell that it, it it's got rooms on rooms on rooms. And as you walk in, there is a long the the opening area is a long bar, a ton of tables and chairs, and on the back side of this uh, open galley area of the Red Roof Inn, there's a big stage, and you can tell that there's a, currently um, a band equipment set up there. Um, and you walk in, and it's, it, I mean, it's nighttime, it's roaring, the sound of music, uh, not music, excuse me, because they haven't, they're in between sets, the sound of drinks and merriment and to some degree a little bit of arguing and jeering and you can see there's three bartenders behind this long bar and several people at the bar getting drinks the sound of lots of horse nibbling going on it is it is a extreme situation because it is a big city and you are hitting it at prime time what do you want to do i'm gonna talk i want to talk to Chainsaw has his hand raised. Uh, I just wanted to humbly to the podcast submit um, the audio track for what horse nibbling sounds like. I figure Ginger will probably need that for later. Yeah, if you want to go ahead. <clears throat> Thank you for listening to Waffle Stupid's ASMR. ASMR. <laughs> That, that's hey, you're gonna have to, my new character you're gonna have to be careful because it sounded, it sounded a lot like uh, System of a Down's <laughs> so just, <laughs> just <laughs> System of a Down dude <laughs> they're a big influence on me in my horse nibbling career <laughs> maybe they'll come on the podcast anyway oh, Carol. Surge Tankin Surge Tankin <laughs> Uh, so, Darling's gonna go up to the bartender and, uh, see when they're not busy with a person, because obviously it's a full night, and it, oh, what's they're free. Julie. Yeah, um, a half-elfman walks up to you and, uh, what do you have? Uh, I'm just curious for a quick thing. Do you have any dancers in for the evening? Or a show and in particular? as you say that... So, I'm sorry, what was your question one more time? Uh, interrupt. Or any show in particular. And that's where we're going to end this episode. <laughs> what? Hot damn. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for letting me tell you a story. Shane, we have Yo. a role for humanity that I need you to do. We do. I've rolled it. It's 18. <laughs> Uh, dang, Operation Comics is getting some love uh, on these rolls. Uh, and I love it because I love comics and I love supporting warfighters. Mm. I 
first of all, nice roll. I do appreciate it. I thought you were going to forget who it was for, the way you said that. <laughs> Maybe I remembered it mid-sentence, Dwayne. That's that's for me to know and you to never find out. He's going to tell us well, after this there episode is that. Uh, well, there is that. Uh, so... As is tradition, as is uh, the rules, the, the bullshit video game or ending that I've uh, prepared for us, I'm going to give you a quote of wisdom. And you guys are going to do whatever bullshit fuckery that you do with said quotes of wisdom. So, with that, so let me just copy paste that so I can put it in the G drive or the G chat. And I will say, <clears throat> time is a creative thing. To say, I don't have time, is to say, I don't want to. And that's supposedly by Lao Zhu. Who knows? The internet's a weird place. Do what okay, you so... Will. To say I don't have time is to say I don't want to. I don't know how much I agree with that. But time is certainly a created thing. The objective measure of a clock is just another clock. Uh, there is no way to truly measure or capture time. Try holding your breath. How long that happens? Well, that's the thing is, is you ask the question, see how long that happens. So you're dead. By what cares about time? But exactly, <laughs> you you agree Lao with Tzu me? Lao Tzu can suck it. Lao Tzu can suck it. Fuck you, Lao Tzu. You got a dumb name too. Is he still alive? That guy dead. Time is such an Probably. interesting concept because you can't really go backwards just yet. Yeah, he's dead, <laughs> so we can't talk about time. What, what's his expertise? Who, who called him the time master? A lot of people, all, all the people who, who talk about time travel in a serious way seem to agree that you cannot go backwards. Like it's not even a, an option. We haven't figured it out yet. Well, the, yeah, what part of the idea is that if somebody had eventually figured time travel out, obviously the first thing you would do is go back in time and share the technology of time travel so that you would benefit from time travel earlier as a species, right? But that hasn't happened, so we kind of know you can't come back. But what if we've just messed up the timeline by going backwards and nobody's sharing what's happening, so we just keep getting worse and worse and worse? a new timeline, and there's a bunch of different timelines, and so our timeline never actually had time travel because when they went back and created time or used time travel, it actually made a new timeline, and our timeline just keeps veering off with the new timeline with reverse yeah. time travel is created. Yeah, freaking loud. Yeah, the weird. folks that seriously talk about time travel don't really subscribe to that uh, that concept of thought. Um, I agree. But From what I know, which is very limited, it's a forward thing. Because backward thing doesn't just make sense with the math. Buddhist monks science. believe that there is no past or future, and the only thing that exists is the, is the current, the now. Well, if you stupid. think about it, if there is any sort of omniscient creator, that's how they perceive time as well. Because if you knew the time, if you were truly omniscient and experienced the past, present, and future all simultaneously, it would just be one eternal now, which incidentally is also how light beams would perceive time because they travel at the speed of light, which means they're constantly in one perpetual moment because to travel faster than the speed of light is to travel forward in time and actually to go slower. Could... Hey Shane, can you tell those <laughs> yes. monks my childhood trauma disagrees? Damn. Hmm. They would say to let go of that. <laughs> Live in the well, now. Don't worry about the future. There's a lot of other things that I wouldn't. So I guess I'm stuck with my childhood trauma for now. 
Well, and you'll never be able to run up just sheer surfaces. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the greatest benefit of being a monk. That's <laughs> a good point. Just fucking go uh, wherever you want so fast. Avon, Devin, do you guys have anything you want to say about this wisdom quote before we depart? Yeah, dude, I participated in a conversation. I'm good. That was where you make it. Live in the now. Seems like related, Devin. Appreciate that. Uh, love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. There are multiple infinities, is all I'm trying to say. Multiple infinities. Oh, we could have gone on about Jeremy Baramies. That would have been. I love that show too much.